Sweet. Greetings, friends. It's Josh. And I'm Ryan. And we're here today, like I told you we would be, for another exciting episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast. A podcast for gamers who don't have time to game. It's what we talk about here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other stuff, but we try to focus on games most of the time. True. So, Ryan, you said you had a story that went specifically with I do. this episode, so I I'm do. excited to hear what you have to say. So... I think you actually know this story because I think I told you. So I, a couple weeks ago, three three or four weeks ago, my family and I were heading for a nice little vacation, a cabin in the woods. Um, I bought a game on my Nintendo Switch for the sole purpose of vacation. Yes. That's a good thing to do. I went on, I was like thinking to myself, this will be the first vacation we've taken in two or three years. I'm going to get a vacation specific game. I'm going to buy a game specifically to take on my vacation. So I found a great deal, which I'm going to talk about in a minute when I get to the game review. I was so excited. I, I snatched the game up quick. And then fast forward a few days. And we're at our cabin. Everything's unpacked. We uh, we have a great first day. The kids are worn out, so they go to sleep early. I grab my Nintendo Switch, and I didn't bring the charger with me. No! Yeah. You feel like Darth Vader in that moment. <laughs> like at the end of episode three. <sighs> You know, that terrible, terrible scream. So I knew that I had charged it up to 100% before we left. So I knew I could have played. But the whole notion of knowing that my Switch would die around the second or third night, I just, I'm just like, no. I, I, I didn't play it at all. I didn't play the whole vacation. So that's a, like, that's an interesting conundrum to run up against. Like, the idea of, like, having a portable game system anymore that, like, eh, it just does like, there's just nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Like, before, before we had rechargeable batteries, kids, you know, you oh, actually had the to crazy have, days. You actually had to have double A's uh, <laughs> for everything, for everything. Everything. Everything needed a double A battery. So, I, I was not, uh... I was not privy to a lot of portable games. We talked mm-hmm. a little bit about this last episode where I was talking about how the uh, the Game Boy and Game Boy yep. Advance stuff, like, I wasn't, like, huge on that. So my first real experience with portable consoles was actually um, my Sega Nomad. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Like, which is weird because that was, you know... How long I, could you play that? For seven minutes? <laughs> so... So I uh, I found the Sega Nomad. I bought the Sega Nomad at a yard sale, um, and I took it on a band trip because I was in marching band and we were going to a competition or something. Um, and it was a couple. the The place was a. Or it might have just been a, a regular football game. I don't remember. In any case, I. Um, uh, 
I it took six double A batteries. <laughs> six double A's. Jeez. Um, to to power this thing. Now, granted, like this is a pretty like for the for when it came out, it, it's pretty big. Know, pretty big mid, uh, technology. Mid to late nineties. Yeah. You're talking about basically what the what the switch is now. Yep. It runs on a rechargeable battery. Um, this is what the Nomad technic like. That's technically what the Nomad was back in you know nineteen ninety seven, ninety six when it came out. I'm not yep. sure one of those years. Um, so pretty hefty piece of technology, color screen, you know, which again was you know something pretty new for yeah. handheld things. Um, running on a cart on a you know a cartridge that was basic you know a sixteen bit mm-hmm. cartridge. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, six AA batteries, you know, that's a good bit of power. Got you two hours of life. <laughs> Jeez. You were dead. Oh, my god! You were dead in two, two hours. hours. Of a six AA battery. Six AA batteries, two hours of wow. life. Wow. Um, so, I did not get to play my Nomad on the way home. From whatever we were doing, um, whether it was a football game or a competition, I don't like. I said I don't remember exactly. That's great, but, that is great. You know, the kids, kids these days, they'll oh, never yeah. know the pain, as it were. They have it has no a idea. Terrible, terrible voice. No, I, I, I actually vividly remember because I mentioned last week my brother and I were into the Game Boy and the right. Game Boy Advance. We had our little carrying cases that carried our games and our Game Boy, and. Something we got for Christmases and birthdays was AA batteries. AA batteries like, yeah. Of course, we wanted the games, but we legitimately wanted batteries for Christmas so that because we you, could just put them in our little carrying case and just have them with us you all the time. Had to have you them. must. Like now, it's just like, oh, I just have to remember the power cord. Just one cord, <laughs> which I forgot. Ah. Oh. But you can, but even, so like, even if, um, so let's say you don't have a, a plug somewhere, like you're camping or something, like, yep. you can get, like, a extra battery that, oh, yeah. that plug, like, you know, it's crazy, like, how far, like, we've progressed yeah. in what seems like a short period of time. Well, I, I've got one of those uh, little, what are they called, mobile power, power banks, banks or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've mentioned before that I like to go camping and hunting and stuff. And I go three or four days, and I'm able to, between charging before I leave and using that mobile power bank, I'm able to yeah. keep my phone alive for it, four days. So, I mean, Technology's crazy. It is. Technology is crazy. We've come such, like I said, such a long way in what seems like a relatively short yep. span of time for, for those kinds of things, whereas something that might have been, you know, six AA batteries, which, I mean, can you... What like the cost alone? <laughs> that, that's on what I'm trying six to six double A like, like that's in, that just seems so insane versus like oh I'm just gonna plug my switch in and it's gonna charge it's gonna be at a hundred percent I'm gonna get three days out of that yeah um, before it dies yeah and you're you're talking uh, uh, three days on really intense right. 2022 graphics right like, not you know mid 90s yeah you're talking. Yeah. So six AA batteries. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, crazy stuff, man. So anyway, so you said that that ga- that story directly ties into the game 
that you want to review. Yes, because the game because I bought is the is the, is the game I'm right. So the game tonight. that you could not play. Yes, is the game that you're going to tell us about. I am. Tell me about um, this game. Should I jump play. into it, or do you have anything uh, for us before we get going? I go ahead and jump into it. All right. So the game that I bought for vacation that I did not play on vacation, but I have been playing since. XCOM 2. XCOM 2. Um, if you're familiar with XCOM or XCOM 2, pretty straightforward concept. Aliens have... Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Aliens either are trying to take over the Earth or have taken over the Earth. One of those two scenarios. Okay. And uh, you are trying to defend the Earth. Gotcha. That's that's the gist of it. They've created this uh, group called the Advent, and the Advent is a government that controls the whole planet, the whole planet Earth. So you either are part of the resistance or part of the Advent. There's okay. no in between. No in between. No no gray areas here. Um, the tutorial teaches you sort of the controls of the game. And then you uh, play as the commander, who you never see what he or she looks like. It's ambiguous. You're just the commander. Because it's you. Because it's you. Yeah. You're, so, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, the rest of the game, you are the commander, and you're choosing strategies, missions. Uh, you have to do all. The, you have to manage resources because you have to. Um, you have to build satellite towers so that you can reach out to resistance factions around the world um so you need you know the resources that that requires you can research better weapon technology you know so so there's a lot going on it's very much a strategy game it is turn-based combat when you're in the missions it's turn-based combat um so i should back up and say i actually played this game on PlayStation 4 long before, like like two or three years ago. I think sure. two years ago. Um, a friend gave it to me for free. You know, I like free games. Free games are so, awesome. Um, so it's, it's a great game. I'm very familiar with the game. So I, I, I was joking earlier. I could have reviewed it without playing it on vacation because uh, I'm familiar with it. But um, in terms of like what we talk about, as Our far criteria. as being a, you know, a, a dead tired dad or a dead tired mom, there's a pretty significant time investment, okay. particularly when you're actually in a combat mission. So when you're not in a mission, you're on your, uh, you're on your ship, and it, it's pretty short. You can save it any time. All you're doing is sort of restarting whatever research you were doing, whatever crafting you were doing, stuff like that. But if you're in a mission, they take 30 to 40. Well, it takes however long it takes you because sometimes you you want to intentionally move slowly because something I actually like about this game, uh, if you if a soldier dies, they're permanently dead. Oh. You, you lose them. Oh. Um, and, and you can recruit more, but every soldier has their own individual backstory. That sounds intensive. Um, yeah, it is. So it's it's meant to uh, hit you in the feels a little. Yeah. When you lose a soldier. Huh. Because like, 
that soldier's been with you. And like after every mission, it tells you how many missions they've been on, how many kills they have. So it gives you all their stats. And then if you lose one, it tells you all that as well. So oh. it's like it's a gut punch. It's like, oh, they did 34 missions for me. They You just lost your yeah. best fighter. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Now everyone else is a rookie, so you're going to die. Um, That's what I get. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's rough. It's rough to lose one. So, but uh, anyway, I was saying that to say there, it, it's very much a strategy game. You, you've got to move slow. You've got to be methodical. If if you like run and gun, this isn't for you. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't don't, don't touch this if you like run and gun. Uh, Thirty hours minimum to beat this game. Thirty hour minimum. Thirty hour minimum. That is an investment. The reason I bought the one I bought is because it's actually the collector's edition, which comes with all the expansions, mm. and I got it on sale for $5. Solid buy. So it's normally 50 for the collector's edition. Oh, good gracious. I got it for 5 bucks, and that's why it was yeah. intended to be my vacation game. Yeah, sure. Because, uh, yeah, collector's edition for 5 bucks. How do you mm. pass it up? So to beat the collector's edition... To see all that content is 70 hours. Woo, boy. Yeah. I don't have that time, Ryan. Uh, no. Most most uh, most parents, I don't think, have 70 hours for one game. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing we usually talk about is cost. Uh, $50 for the... It's normally $50. Now, I will say, if you have a life circumstance that you can play this game... Right. It's absolutely worth it. It's a sure. fantastic game. It's a great game. Sure. But what we talk about, what our criteria is, is it doesn't fit the busy parent. Right. Um, family friendliness. The game's rated T for teen. To me, it's more of a um, you as the parent have to decide. Okay. Because there are guns and there's aliens... The aliens look a little scary, but it's because of its turn-based nature. It's sort of like you know when you see guns on Command and Conquer, or when you see yeah. combat on Age of Empires. You're right. not really seeing, right? You know, you're not really seeing blood or gore or anything like that. Sure. Um, so the game's very fun. It's very challenging. Um, it's it can frustrate occasionally. So I last week you had a rage quit moment. Yeah. I didn't have a, a rage quit moment, but I was close. Okay. Um and the only reason mine wasn't a rage quit is because I saw the mistake I made. So I you can make choices along the way and you can't do every mission, so you you know that there's some negatives and some there's pros and cons. Right. I made some choices along the way. I got into a situation where I was essentially backed into a corner and it was an unwinnable scenario. So I just started... I tried four or five times and I was like, ah, I started over. Gotcha. Yeah, so not quite rage quit, but it'll frustrate you. Yeah, Yeah, it'll frustrate you. Um, for, For a busy parent, I can't recommend this game. If... Uh, you know, I know we have some listeners who either aren't parents yet or they're grandparents now, so their kids are out of the house. Right. Go for it. Right. Play this game. Right. It's a blast. 
Um, be mindful of what it is. It's a strategy game and it's a turn-based game. Right. So, you know, you usually think of aliens and guns. It's it's not like that. It's right. not like right. that. So, so yeah. couple questions. Hit me. So you mentioned turn-based, obviously. Mm-hmm. So are, are we talking like kind of Civ uh, type Um. Similar, but not quite. I'm trying okay. to think of something I could compare it to. So, quick description. You ha- you start out, You can when you go on missions, you can have up to four soldiers. As you expand, you can, I think, get a max of six. Okay. So you send out a group of four, let's just say. <clears throat> when you come across enemies, each soldier has two action points. So you can use one action point to move forward or move around. Excuse me. You can use another action point to shoot your weapon or throw okay. a grenade, whatever. But you have two action points. And okay. so that's that's kind of how it works. Um, in terms of the turn base, all four of your soldiers go, and then however many enemies there are, go. And then it's your turn again. And that's there. So it goes back and forth gotcha. like that. Okay. Yeah. Now, are there opportunities to save frequently? There are. Okay. So that's something that I kind of struggle with because I have this thing about me where I'm very much like, you must protect the cannon run at all costs. So when I like, if I'm playing a football game or a game like this, if I lose. Part of me is like, oh, I'll just reset. But it's against my... Like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So the other night, I lost my first soldier of this run. And I'm probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 hours in. Yeah. And I, it was so tempting to just reset. Yeah, Because you can not? save... You can pause, You can press start and save anytime you want. Okay. Um, and as many times as you want. And it auto-saves all the time as well. Um but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. And I was like, yeah. no, you must. You must protect the cannon. We must protect this house. Um, so, so, okay. Yeah. But yeah, you can pause and save all the time. So if you don't want to rage quit and not be like Ryan, <laughs> then you have the opportunity to save and uh, restart if you uh, if you have any issues. So. Now the caveat to that is the game does something that I think is... Uh, borderline wrong it will introduce you'll be i'm 10 hours into the game and it just introduced a new mechanic oh it's like wait a minute wait a minute so when that happens i'll i've always save at the start of every mission because i'll be you know three turns into a mission when it introduces this new mechanic and so i'm like wait a minute that's now part of the strategy that i have to remember so then i'll restart the mission knowing the new mechanic gotcha all right so that's XCOM. XCOM. Yeah. That was XCOM 2? Two? 2, yeah. XCOM Sorry. 2. Um, which I assume is probably not that different from XCOM 1. But, it is not. But cool. Well, that sounds like an interesting game. It uh, is really fun. I don't know. I don't know how I would do with with turn. I don't do well with anything turn based, honestly. That's why I don't play Pokemon. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know how well I would do with that one, but, uh, sounds interesting anyway. It is so. interesting. Yeah. I, I think you would probably enjoy it. Okay. But that's just my guess. Just a guess. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go a completely different direction and bring it down to a calm, relaxing, peaceful game that I played uh, called Lonely Mountain Down Our Lonely Mountains Downhill. Lonely Mountains Downhill. Um, and this is a snowboarding game. No. Ah. Close. <laughs> Close. Uh, it is a uh, mountain biking game. Oh, okay. So it you know there's no story involved here. It's literally you start at the top of a mountain, you drive your bike down. <laughs> and I like it. It's super um, like you and on your way down the mountain, if you wreck, you go back to your last checkpoint. Okay. Um, so the goal is just kind of to get down the mountain as fast as you can uh, yep. without wrecking. Um, or, you know, obviously you wreck along the way, but, um, you know, so you, and every time you get to a checkpoint, you know, that saves you there and that's your kind of where it resets your time. So however fast you got to the checkpoint, that's where you'll start and pick up. So, um, really, really, um, actually a really cool game. I really like this game. It's very, like I said, it is, um, the scenery is nice. It's a, it's a good game to look at. And there's this exploration aspect to it that gives you, um, because there are, like, there's the main path that it kind of shows you. Right. That you kind of go on, um, but there are other offshoots that you can take ah. that either take, that either can help you get down faster, or right. you might skip a checkpoint. And if you skip a checkpoint, like, and you crash, mm-hmm. you go all the way back to the beginning. Right. It doesn't matter, like if, like if you've passed like three checkpoints and then you get to a fourth one and you pass that fourth checkpoint. No, no, no. If you crash, you're not going back to that fourth checkpoint. You're going back to the top. Ah, I see. Um, so, or at least that was my experience. I could be wrong on that. So, and there's a lot of different mountains and a lot of like, or not a lot, but there's you know, uh, I want to say four different mountains. I only unlocked two, <laughs> but there's a. Um, there's a, and there's different bikes and things that you can unlock um, uh, through through the course of playing the game, and different you know just kind of different scenic views to discover where you mm-hmm. can kind of stop and it'll just kind of show you the the view that you're looking at if you find you have to find these areas. Yeah. And uh, so, but very cool game. You know, obviously there's not a lot of time investment into it because it's just get down the mountain. If you can't, right. if you keep crashing. You know, whatever you can quit, you can just quit. There's no, yeah. there's no harm, no foul. Right. Um, and there's some challenging things to it where you know you have to, you know, figure out, you know, where to. You can speed up and slow down. So there are mm-hmm. certain parts where there are like jumps and things like that that you have to take. And if you're not going the right speed, you're not going to make the jump. Or if you land across on the other side in the wrong place, you're going to run into a tree. Right. Um, so. You know, and um, and also, you know, trying to figure out the different shortcuts and stuff like that and how to make those work um, and getting kind of caught up in, well, I know that I can go this way. Mm-hmm. Why can't I, like, make, Let like, me do I, it. I want to do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and figuring out how to make it happen. And some of that has to do, I think, with, you know, having the right bike to go down a certain trail uh, and things yep. like that. Like, the, the beginner bike isn't going to be able to go off on the most off-road trails that you can go on. So, um, 
so yeah, obviously kid friendly. You know, it, it's pretty. I feel like it would be pretty dull for a kid to watch. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with, right. you know, you know, that your kid's going to see and be like, Oh, freak out about. So, um, yeah. So, and it's on game pass, so it's free. Ah, that's going to be one of my questions. And, uh, I don't know about if it's, I don't know about its availability elsewhere though. Yeah. Um, I will say that it is, it's more challenging than I want it to be. Okay. Um, like, there's a part of me that, like, playing the game is just like, I just, I just want to, like, go down the mountain. Just let me drive down the mountain. I just like, want to drive down the mountain and just, yeah. like, so, I, and maybe, it would be really cool if there was, like, a no-fail mode. Mm, and maybe mm-hmm. there is, and I just haven't found it, or haven't looked for it. Um but I understand why I would understand why there wouldn't be like I, I would get that yeah you know and why that can't be the case because that's part of the game right is like figuring out how to get through certain trails and things like that without crashing um, so but part of me wants it to just kind of be like I just want to enjoy yeah the scenery I'm and just, just here to ride my bike and just Come kind of on. ride my bike down down the mountain um, but and the other part of it, there are apparently, like I said, there are different bikes and stuff you can unlock, and mm-hmm. you have to in order to unlock the bikes, you have to find parts. Ah. I played this game for several hours and never found a single part in the entire game. Okay, so I had a question, <laughs> and this might sort of go into that. Yeah, can you? Is there any? limitation to where you can go or can is it pretty oh if you want to can you just drive right off the side of the mountain with your bike or i mean yeah for the most part are there um, invisible walls i guess i mean there are there are you know you're on a mountain so like you there's cliffs and stuff like that so but yeah as far as the mountain is concerned like if there's an open spot for you to go yeah you can go um Um, the reason like if there's not something in your way yeah you're you will crash and and die, but, <laughs> but yeah, you can you can go wherever you want to. I'm just wondering if uh, if part of finding those parts is like you just have to explore, or yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I felt like I you know I went I started going off road a good bit and and trying to find things. No, and like, no luck. Uh, and you know, but so part of the game is you know just trying to beat you know there are certain um, thresholds you know to to beat to unlock certain things. So like right. if you. If you get down the mountain in X amount of time, you'll unlock another challenge. Oh, I see. Yeah. And things like that. And then if you do, and like I said, you'll unlock other other mountain paths and things like that. Right. So it's, it's a pretty cool game. I Like I said, I really do enjoy it. It's just one of those things where it's almost too challenging for what it needs to be. It just needs to be easier. And Sim- not, more simple. Right. And not, um, and like I said, I haven't found a single part. I haven't been able to unlock another bike, which I really want. Like, I really want like the specific bike that's supposed to be like that. I can just kind of take and jump off of of the side of the mountain and kind of land on the path (laughs) um, below me. And I can't do that. So, Hmm. um, interesting. But yeah, uh, I. I, It's definitely a different concept. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. And. I really, 
it's so easy to just play. Um, but it's all like it can be part of it is that it can be frustrating because you can't find the like I said, I haven't found any parts. And yeah. So I, like that that the, that's the thing that I keep coming back to. Is I'm just like, it blows my mind that like, where I, are they? I, and I thought I thought that it was like, you know, there's like I said, there's these like scenic overview things that you can find. And I thought, well, you have to find those scenic overviews oh, right. to find yeah. the parts because I hadn't found one of those scenic overviews. Yeah. Um, and then I finally found one, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I got down the mountain, and I still didn't have any parts, and I was like. Hmm. <sighs> Why can't I find any parts to unlock these other bikes? So Can you get off your bike? No. Oh. No. It's it's not exactly, you know, it's it's a so the view is very um, you know, you're you're kind of pulled out. So yeah. it's like, you know, and it's just a very kind of um cell a cell-shaded type game, very okay. polygonic yeah-ish graphics. Um but very, um, it's a very smooth experience, like very cool, um, and just, like I said, just very relaxing. It very um, the the soundtrack is is incredible. Like hmm. the, the the sound effects and everything are really it's very immersive. Yeah, in the way that it kind of takes you into um, feeling like you're driving down this mountain. You know, you go past rivers and creeks and streams. Oh, and like, I like that. You've That's got cool. you've got different. You know, sounds as you're driving down. If you've got a headset on, you've got yeah. things coming in in different, right. you know, and your different speakers and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I really like it. Other than those couple of things that just frustrate me almost to the point where it, it's, you know, and maybe again, maybe it's one of those things where I just have to play it more, yeah, and and put more time into it and try to figure out more what I'm looking at. So, anyway. So that's uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill. There you go. And that's uh, my my opinion of it. I enjoyed it. So you could play it if you want to get some uh, semi-relaxing time in. Well, all right. So uh, One quick note. One quick note. We mentioned last week that we were going to try to figure out a oh, uh, yeah. confirm uh, the Mario right. Golf thing. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good call there. Boom. So after we finished recording our last episode, we got our switches out, we were able to connect to the internet, and we were able to figure out that yes, you can in fact play Mario Golf with other people. You surely can. If you didn't know, now you know. Boom. So you just have to, so you get into whatever um, whatever system you're wanting to play on. I assume it works the same way for other games. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I think it but does. But you have to go off to the left... Um, on the menu side on the on the Nintendo and it has some options to play um, so you have to play do it online before you before select you, the before game before you select the game you have yeah. to select play online and that will take you into the online menu and give you an option to either play while you wait for your friends to show up or invite a friend to play with you or to join a friend if your friend is already online. So There you go. Um, so yeah, that's the information that our uh, tech team uh, uncovered. <laughs> Yes. Um, they they're getting their money they back. They can keep their jobs. Yep. Congratulations to them. <laughs> um, other than that, though, uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast. We thank you again for listening. Once again, people, do all the things. Do all the things. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, share. Please share. Make people happy because that's what we do here. We make people happy, or at least we try to. We try. We try to. Um, 
Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode, and uh, we will uh, catch you next time on the next episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast. Bye.